Hello, everybody, and welcome to Women in Confidence, these, this next episode, which will be about 62, I think, um, if I can keep track of my podcast uh, episodes. And this week, I am joined by Stephanie Rosa. Now, Stephanie is a model and has been modeling since three, which there's a story I really want to explore in there. She has also, um, well, if you're you're in the US and you're listening to this and you've seen Project Runway, we might recognize Stephanie because she was on that. And we'll explore that as well, because that's interesting. And she's also the author of a book called The Modeling Guide for Everybody. And I've been reading it recently. So we'll talk a lot more about that because there's so much in it. It's quite a long book, but so much to it. And so and so if you're interested in getting into modeling or you know somebody who is interested in getting into modeling, I can thoroughly recommend that book. But anyway, Stephanie, welcome to the show. And you're coming from New York City. Thank you for having me. So I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's lovely. I can see this like beam. You, you, the audience won't be able to see it, but they'll be able to hear it in your voice. You've just got this amazing, like big smile on your face. It's <laughs> great. Well, Stephanie, how I always start the episodes is asking this question. So what does having confidence mean to you? So confidence to me means having the ability to say to myself, I can do hard things, I could do great things, and I could do different things. Because I feel like when we have the, the mindset that we believe in ourselves, that's courage, right? To just believe in yourself and to say to yourself like, oh, I could do this even though I don't know how to do it. I'm gonna learn how to do it. And I'm gonna practice. And with practice, that's where you build your confidence. And you said about learning something new. Um, what have you learned something? What, what, tell me what you've learned recently. And you're like, oh, this is new. And I didn't feel confident about it. Well, I haven't really learned anything new, but I know that um, for my career, I definitely had to learn photography and I had to learn Photoshop and I had to learn lighting and presets and just a whole, there's a whole world behind modeling and photography. And I really had to explore that in order for me to be successful and to stand out. Well, I said in the introduction, you got into modeling at age three. Tell me about, because you that wouldn't have been probably you making that decision to go into modeling at three, but mm-hmm. tell me about how you started your modeling career. Well, I started my modeling career. My mom basically initiated it for me because a lot of her friends said, oh, she's so pretty. You should put into modeling. I don't know if they said that just because they were saying that or maybe they just said that because they really believed that. But um, she decided, yeah, my daughter should be a model. <laughs> and so she put me in um, a lot of photo shoots and she was trying to understand the industry. But back then, technology wasn't as advanced as it is now. And there wasn't um, Instagram or advice uh, pages or anything, blogs that she could go to. So we really like didn't get that far because we didn't have any knowledge. Like knowledge is basically, you know, you need knowledge to start anything, right? So it was it was really much just that. It was just a mom believing in her kid and then just trying to figure it out. But then also her life, you know, it was really hard because we were poor. So her life was just like, oh, like, how, what am I going to do to make money? Like, I need to make money. So that's just really how it started. It started from a place of um, survival and trying to to figure out um, how to make money in America, you know. And were you living in New York City at the time? Yeah, my mom was living in the Bronx. So not really New York City, but in New York. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so at age three and not having a lot of knowledge, how how did you get into the industry, uh, get an agent, get bookings, castings? How did that work at at age three? Well, at age three, I didn't really have any bookings or anything. I mostly just modeled for like friends or like if some, somebody like had knitted something, they were like asking, Oh, can you, can you model this hat? And it started out like that. It was not, I didn't have any money out of it. I I wasn't professional or anything like that, but I did have a a comp card and I did have a photo shoots that I would go to, but it never like landed me anything like a Toys R Us campaign or anything like that. For me to, I finally got signed when I was 18 and I was, I was signing, I was being signed to, um, I guess you would say it was agencies, but they really weren't real. So that's why I wanted to write a book because I wanted to teach girls like, look, you got to go to a real agency and you have to do things a certain way in order for you to book the major jobs. But um, yeah, it started that way. And I got signed basically by just applying to a legit agency. That's just just how I got signed. And at what point then in your career, when you were younger, did you think, I really want to do this for my career? When I was younger, it was never a career for me. It was more of, I want to do this because it's fun. Like, I just want to like wear makeup and I want to wear clothes and I want to just pose and be fabulous. Like the girls on the magazines, you know, that's who I, who I idolize and who I wanted to be like. But then as I got older, I saw that um, some of these models were actually role models and they actually stood for something. And then I figured, oh my God, I want to be like that. <laughs> you know, like I want to um, stand for something and I want to um, make this purposeful, right? Mm-hmm. Not just about, oh, she's pretty or whatever. I don't really care about that stuff. I really just loved it for the art and for what it stood for. And I felt that it was such a privilege to, to be in that light where you could um, just have fun, just make money having fun. Like that's really what I wanted to do. That's what I'm, what I'm doing right now. Like when I go to work, I feel like, oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Like this is great, you know? But, so. but having fun at work is something that many mm-hmm. people are seeking. So it sounds like you've achieved what many people may never achieve in their entire lifetime is that you actually enjoy your work. and it, you know, mm-hmm. you're very fortunate. It pays well, um, particularly yeah. when you get to levels such as yourself. Oh, yeah. Just going back to something you said about seeing people on the cover of magazines, because with mm-hmm. International Women's Day being fairly recent, I think a couple, maybe last week, week before, mm-hmm. um, I was reading some articles about representation of females um, mm-hmm. and particularly females of race in businesses, mm-hmm. in you know, particularly senior positions in whatever industry and one of the comments I thought was really interesting and this is certainly not new and certainly not something I've said was if you can see it you can become it Mm -hmm. and do you feel that was something that is a is right for you when you were younger if you could see somebody Mm -hmm. on a magazine you you knew you could become it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly that's exactly why I feel like being a model is so important to me is because I feel like if girls could see me then they can, they will know that they could do the same thing I'm doing. And if it's their passion, if they love it, they could, they could achieve it. And another thing for me is not, is not only if you could see it, you could become it, but is if you could touch it, you can have it. And I believe that too. (laughs) 
So like, that's just something that I, I had to, um, I always kept in my heart, um, especially when I was going through things, like I was like, you know, oh, I, I might not have it today, but I know that if I continue to work towards it, I will have it and I will achieve it. So, yeah, it's really important. I think it's so important to society because, you know, actually images speak. So whatever you put out there, it's saying something. That's why I feel like diversity is so important because when um, brands only represent one type of person, they're saying that that is their ideal image of beauty, right? Because they're choosing that same type of person. Mm But when a, when a brand puts everyone out there as beautiful, people appreciate that. Yeah. And they reach a different audience. They reach yeah. you know, a bigger audience in many ways because mm-hmm. they're speaking to so many different types of women or you know, men mm-hmm. as well as their models. Yeah. So when you became a professional model and you know, this was your, your job, talk to me about the whole process of getting work because it's a mystery to me you know I've done a bit of research Mm -hmm. through having met you earlier and then reading Mm -hmm. your book but how do you go from being you know Stephanie Rosa at home to being Mm -hmm. on a cover of a magazine or on a runway or on television how does that whole process work I think Mm -hmm. it's a real mystery because and also there's probably so many wrong ideas of what happens in that process Mm -hmm. so yeah. So maybe you could talk to us about that. So from going from not booking anything at all to booking work, it's a team process. So it's just you taking photos and putting the image that you want out there about yourself and also research so much research. You have to do your due diligence as a model. What type of model do you want to be? Um, who do you want to model for? And then in that way, you market yourself in the image of the client that you want. Then you get an agent and you say, hey, I want to be a model. And then they sign you. If they believe in you, they think that you're good enough or you're a hard worker. And then that's when preparation meets opportunity and you land on the cover of something or you know, you talk to your agent and say, hey, I want to be a model for Maybelline. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, let's shoot more beauty work. And then they try to get you those opportunities. And so it's really a team. Uh, it's about teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> so when you first started out and it's all new to you, the whole industry, what, how did, what image did you, or what message did you want to put out? It's like, this is Stephanie. This is who mm-hmm. I want to represent. And this is the message I want mm-hmm. to portray. How did you figure that out or was it all like I know exactly what I am and what I stand for yeah I think that I went into it knowing already who I was and what I stood for because I would always ask myself like oh what is your values like what do you want like if you was to become somebody what what message do you want to say and I just always wanted to say like be kind you know be kind to yourself that you're beautiful even if is not displayed out there know that you are beautiful and when you feel beautiful then you're able to do things in your life like go on dates find the love of your life get the job you want learn new things not being afraid to meet new people and you just start putting yourself out there more when you are not afraid of yourself and I know exactly how that feels too on the other side 
of that, like not feeling confident, thinking I'm ugly, like hating myself, like hating my skin. And that is another thing, you know? So when I have experiences like that with myself and then I see my daughter, I'm like, oh my God, I need to be better. I need to love myself so my daughter could love herself. I don't want her to grow up with these feelings of self-hatred. And then I say to the world, I'm like, well, if there's other, I know there's other girls out there that are looking up to me because they DM me all the time. And I'm like, I don't want these girls to, to hate themselves either. Like, I want them to like be happy, live happy lives. This is, this is the only life you get. We don't know how we got here. We don't know how the world was made. Like, just this is the one life you got to live it right. You got to be happy with yourself. That's the message that I want to put out there. And that's why I wrote this book too. Yeah, we'll come on to the book in a moment, but I just want to ask you the question. So given, you know, you've been in the industry for a little while now, you know, you are gorgeous and you probably had Thank lots you. of people reaffirming that and reinforcing that. Mm-hmm. Do you still have moments of lack of confidence about your looks? Yeah, every day. <laughs> Sometimes I have to look at my Instagram and look at myself and give myself a little confidence boost um, because of that and that's also because of trauma and you know what the how I was brought up and like things that people would say to me when I was younger like kind of like stuck with me and so it's just me unlearning those things that people have told me in the past being bullied when I was younger um, I used to get bullied for my big ears I don't know like my head I feel like my head grew into them now but <laughs> Like, you know, it's just like little things like that. And, um, and that builds up sometimes. So definitely um, having self-care days where I do nothing, days where I have affirmations, I have affirmations on my phone. And that's just really how I stay in tune with just that, that level of confidence in me, especially when I have to go to castings and um, have to go on shoots. Like sometimes I break out and I'm like, oh my God, I got pimples. Like, what are they going to say? Like, are they going to like, because there are times when I'm going to have encounters with people where they are like, oh my God, your eyebrows are too thin or you have this or that. And I'm just like looking at these people like, do you understand? I'm about to go on a camera right now. <laughs> like, how can you talk to me this way? <laughs> but- but that's a really good point why do people feel they've Mm -hmm. got the right to talk to you about things like that I mean I know they're probably in the whole makeup you know getting you set up but like what gives them the right to say that I think it comes from insecurities about themselves that they project onto me so that's why I never um like before I would be like oh I'm so sad like this person said my eyebrows are too thin or my skin isn't well but then again I'm like you know don't take it personally you know maybe they're going through something and they're just projecting it out on you and so maybe they feel better about themselves I have no idea but but I just you know don't take it personally just keep on moving carry on (laughs) but that statement in itself is just pure confidence is that you know you're not affected by the external Mm -hmm. world and what people say and what people think you've obviously built this inner confidence Mm -hmm. to you know have a successful career and to not Mm -hmm. take things personally how are you teaching that to your daughter because I know you mentioned your daughter and also the intro in your book you did you dedicate Mm -hmm. your book to your daughter which is beautiful Mm -hmm. how do you make sure that your daughter doesn't take things personally I explained that to her that sometimes people they project their feelings onto other people and sometimes they might not even know that they're doing it 
and so to not take things personally and I always tell her every single day I tell her you're beautiful you're beautiful oh my god she'll be just reading a book or something and I'll be like tap her on the shoulder and I'll be like you know you're beautiful (laughs) you know like just like constantly because I feel like um if you constantly tell them that they're beautiful they're gonna just like it's just gonna they stuck into their psyche and they're just going to be like, I'm beautiful. Like every single day, just, I can do this. I could run a million miles. I could, you know, whatever they want. I could be an architect, a doctor, whatever they feel. So I just feel like that as a parent, just build their confidence up with these just amazing affirmations. And not just telling her that she's beautiful, obviously telling her that she's talented, that she's smart, that she's brave that she's truthful, that she's thoughtful, she's everything, like anything you could possibly say that's positive to your kid, I think that you should say. And then they would thank you when they're older, because they'll be like, mom, thank you so much. You made me a confident person. So I was able to do everything that I wanted to do in my life. And that to me is the greatest gift I can ask for. Let's talk about your book now, The Modeling Guide for Everybody. Not everybody, Mm -hmm. but everybody. Yeah. When did you sort? When did the idea of writing a book start to formulate? The idea started to formulate when I felt like I was having difficulties when I failed so much, and then I started to find more success. And I started to analyze what I was doing, um, what was making me more successful. And so I felt that I could really like help other girls be successful too. And that's that's when that came up. I was thinking um, I had just uh, finished teaching Barbizon, the modeling school. And I was thinking about how can I help my students? Like if I could just write a book that they could read to help them with their career and start their career, I think it will help them so much because the Barbizon was like $4,000. And I was like, my book is like only like $30. So I was like, oh, what's an inexpensive way to help them? And that's just how my book came up after okay. I was teaching modeling. <laughs> and how long did it take to write? I It took two years to write. Yeah, it was, it took a long process because I was editing and editing and editing. And I just like, was trying to figure out what information is useful, what information isn't. There was some information I felt that was outdated, like uh, model resumes. Nobody needs that now. Uh, model vouchers. Nobody needs that anymore. You know, so it's just the industry changed. I just wanted my book to reflect that. Because there's so much in it. And I, um, I'm, I can't remember what chapter I'm on now. I was looking at castings earlier. But, you know, it, you have educated me and I will never be a model, but just things like the types of modeling, you know, agencies and all the different types, freelance modeling, photography, you know, you've already mentioned a lot about photography and what you've learned through photography, um, castings, you know, there's so much in there. It's incredible. It's a re- it's almost like the absolute guy. And then at the end, there's a glossary of all the terms. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. an incredible book, really, for somebody who is either curious about modeling or just mm-hmm. or actually thinking about getting into it. What feedback are you getting yeah. about the book, Stephanie? A lot of girls are like thanking me. They're like, thank you so much for writing this book. You have taught me so much. Sometimes it's girls from my own agency. Like I'll go to like a model party and they'll be like, oh my god Stephanie I read your book it was so good I can't believe like you literally wrote that by yourself and I'm just like 
oh, thank you so much, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I'm really happy um, that it helps a lot of girls because um, I talk about scams and how to prevent that and um, ways to stay safe and, and what you need um, in your book. Like that's the most important thing is your book. Um, Instagram and the difference between influencer and model. And it's just amazing. I just, I'm so happy for the girls that are actually, and there are girls actually booking jobs. Like after they read my book, they're booking jobs. And I'm just, I follow them. I'm, I always congratulate them. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good for you, you know? So I'm really, really happy for it. I just want to pick up on something you said about safety because there's Mm -hmm. a, you know, stories pop up on a regular basis and we've had the Me Too movement Mm -hmm. um, and casting. Mm -hmm. I know that was uh, in the film industry, but is, is it, help me understand Stephanie, is, is it, is modeling largely a safe place for girls to have a career or do they Mm -hmm. need to still be vigilant? I think, yeah, both. I think you need to be safe in any career you choose, but especially modeling, you have to, you know, research where you're going, research who you're going to meet up with. That's why there's call sheets. These call sheets are here to protect you, right? They tell you what time you have to be there, who you're going to meet up with. You could research Instagram, anybody on the call sheet, see if they're really photographers, um, see if they're really art directors, stylists. So that really helps um, with your safety when you have a legit shoot, it can be dangerous, especially when you're traveling to another country. It's so important to always have somebody know where you are. I personally like to have my husband and me share locations so he could see that I'm in the hotel safe, that I'm on set, that I'm heading to the airport, I'm heading back home. Um, because every single time you go on a shoot, especially if it's um, overseas, these are people you never met before. Mm. And so it's so important to research who they are. And that's why having an established agent is so important because they protect you because they're not going to just send you to anyone. You know, these are people that they met before. My client flies all over the world and she meets new clients, make sure they are who they say they are. Yeah, it's a lot that goes into it and people don't really know. So, yeah, it's important to talk about. Yeah, that's really sound advice, actually, uh, and really do your research. And you're right, it's it's not just modeling. You know, people travel for business all the time. You know, just make sure mm-hmm. you're safe and people know where you are. So thank you for that. So w- with regards to the book, it's now out there and it's published. Where can people find it? You can find it on Amazon. I sell the Kindle version and I also um, have the hardcover version. And do you do an audio book? I don't have an audio book yet. Um, I was planning on it, but it's just, you know, life just took me. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so what, been able. where is life taking you at the moment? What's, where's your sort of future? What's your direction? I'm just, right now I'm, doing a lot of test shoots I'm getting ready for New York Fashion Week that's coming up in September so that's just where my focus is on for career-wise and for my personal life I'm just trying to just stay with my kid and play with her and like just be with my family because that's who I really just enjoy the most (laughs) because you've done quite a variety of modeling and work as a model so is that something that you 
it was deliberate because you've done runway, you've done television as well, you've um, mm-hmm. also done you know magazine shoots and campaigns. So mm-hmm. is that something that you deliberately chose, or was just people were like, "Oh, Stephanie would be amazing on my runway." I think it's both. I think I chose it, and I think they chose me. <laughs> so um, yeah, I I told my agents I was like, I want to do everything. Like, I just want to experience everything to see what I really like. And I found out that I loved everything. So I just, I just keep on doing the most that I can because um, that's the job is to do the most. And who will you be walking for on, at New York Fashion Week? I have no idea. Honestly, it's all a surprise. It's just whoever has a collection for Plus Girls or um, they have collections and they have like some plus girls walk, I would be, you know, trying to walk for them. Hopefully I get two shows. Hopefully I get one. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and do you, and you talked about visualizing earlier. Do you have an idea of who you want to uh, walk for? Yes, I would love to walk for Versace, Gucci, <laughs> anyone like that. You know, anyone. But I love Chanel so much. So I hope I get that chance. Oh, that'd be yeah. amazing. Well, it's out there now. The universe has heard <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> you listening, they can maybe go and see the New York Fashion Week. Oh, we Paris Fashion Week, won't it, for um, Chanel? Yeah. But, um, it, they can see you at the next season for Chanel. Hopefully. <laughs> so, yeah. Stephanie, what's your one piece of advice for women? Not necessarily about modelling, but just about having and building confidence. Yeah, I think in order for women to build confidence, whatever it is, you have to practice practice is going to make your confidence 100% because when you're practicing, you're like repeating it to yourself and you're building this skill. And when you build your skills and once you get to a certain level, whatever craft it is, it definitely does build confidence. Mm -hmm. And then you're able to go in front of people and say, I can do this. Great. Like I can do this. You could count on me. (laughs) And in the well, it doesn't have again, doesn't have to be related to modeling, but who do you look up to? Who do you see or know and think, oh my word, she's such a confident woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Ashley Graham is so confident. I met her at um, Tommy Hilfiger, the show that uh, we walked together, and I was like, so I was just like, of course, she's a supermodel. Like, look at her personality it's so great and I was like I was that was my first uh show for like a major major brand and I was just like wow I'm so honored to like literally be here like walking for Tommy with Ashley and Zendaya was there and then Candice Winterpool was there it was so many um supermodels and I was just thinking like I put myself here because I was confident so I was like amazed. I was like, wow, like it's so crazy. Like how you could visualize something and then like it could happen. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And I really like that message. You know, you made that happen. You know, just yeah. Obviously, there's obviously your team, but ultimately mm-hmm. you made that happen. Amazing. Is there something that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about now? For sure. I wanted to talk about I wanted to inspire girls, especially girls who are struggling financially. That's like a major thing for me, you know, because, you know, my story when I was homeless and 
I had no idea that I was going to be a six-figure model. Like I, obviously I dreamed of it, but like, you know, when you're in that situation where you're at a homeless shelter and you're like in a room, a size of a closet, it was just like, and when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, like I really were, was confident. Like there was no other choice but to be confident. If, if I wasn't confident, I wouldn't have been able to get out of that situation which was a horrible, horrible situation. And um, I just really want to inspire girls, like follow your dreams. This is your life. You only get one and you don't want to wake up 70 years old and say, I should have tried. Like you have to try for you. Nobody's going to save you. And that's what the social worker told me at the homeless shelter. She said, you know, stereotypical Hispanic girl with a baby who you think is going to save you like nobody so be confident in yourself and know that um, even though you're in a bad situation you could get yourself out what age were you homeless I was 18 like 18 19 yeah it was it was really hard like like I would stand in food lines I would I worked two jobs so I was a caterer and I was, I worked at a retail store. I worked at multiple retail stores. The, the, good, the good thing about it is that I had a free childcare because the homeless shelter provided that for me. So with that, I was able to work and save money. But um, use your resources. Every resource you got, you got to use it. And don't be afraid to ask for help because when you ask for help, um, that shows that you're not a, a quitter. You're fighting for something. And that's courage. So that's what I want to tell girls. <laughs> and how old was your daughter at the time? Oh, she was a newborn. Mm-hmm. She was oh, wow. like one month old. Yeah. So it was really hard. But yeah, you got to dream big and you got to go after your dreams, no matter what situation you're in, because it's not about what happens to you. It's about how you react to it. So that's just really important. And the strength that you had at that time and you showed at that time to your daughter, do you still think about that and think when you're facing something new or something daunting, do you think, well, Stephanie, when you're 18, you managed to get yourself out of the homeless situation and you were strong and you did two jobs and you had your vision. Do you ever go back to that and think, well, if I managed it then when I was 18, I can handle what's in front of me now? Yeah. Yeah. That situation, being homeless and trying to figure it out, it really humbles you, but it also makes you so strong and so resilient because that resistance from society, like trying to get a $15 hour job, it was so hard. Like one of my friends, she was like, I cannot find a job that's more than $10 an hour. Like where, where are the jobs? And I'm just like, at that moment, I just was like, I do not know where I fit in the world. Like, where, where am I going to be? I have no home. I need to try to get myself a home. Like, it was just, it was a hard situation. But I told myself, I'm like, I refuse to be here forever. I refuse. There's no way I'm going to, I'm going to stay this way. I have to grow. I have to. So yeah, ever since then, I've been having that mindset of growth. And um, it, it's, a, it's a mindset where you accept where you are, but you also know that things are going to change because mm-hmm. you're going to make it happen. 
That's such a great message. And thank you for sharing that. That's really important. And also your story about being homeless uh, and really having that such a determined mindset that this was not going to be forever is a really important message for everybody, yeah. regardless of what they do, whether they're a model, whether they're like me, um, working human mm -hmm. resources or whatever, it doesn't really matter. But thank you for sharing that message. Mm -hmm. Really important. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the show. We're afraid we always have to wrap these things up. We could probably talk for a while, but we always have to wrap these things up. So thank you so much for being on the show. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. I wish it was longer. <laughs> we can carry on talking. Absolutely. <laughs>